throws to the back of the end zone, and it is all your latest sports news and commentary, you're listening to the TNT Podcast with your hosts, Tyler Layfield and Torres Finney. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the TNT Podcast. As always, it's your boy, Tyler Layfield, joined by my co-host, Torres Finney. How's it going, Torres? What's going on, Tyler? Hey, another day, another dollar, baby. Just, just doing the thing, man. Getting ready. Getting ready for the upcoming fight. Uh, when this will be posted, we will be officially 10 days away from the fight. So it's getting close, babe. I'm excited. Let's do yes, it. Sir. Yes, sir. Well, um, yeah, I know you're getting ready for all that. And we, you know, we're excited for some fights for sure. And, you know, actually yesterday we got we got that that taste uh, or that that hunger quenched a little bit because uh, we got to watch some uh, some UFC fight night uh, there from was it? It was London, right, where they were um, yeah, London. Yeah, so we had, they had some pretty big names, um, some that you kind of had to tell me about. I just heard about this one for the first time the other day, but the uh, Meatball Molly or whatever. So tell me a little bit about her. Yeah. I know you, you have some pretty high stuff to talk about her. Yeah, Molly McCann, she's really fun to watch, man. She's a, a really, really interesting fighter. I mean, her and uh, Patty, they train together. They come up together. And, man, Molly is a beast, man. She knocked out a girl. Um, can't think of her name currently. I actually have to look it up. But a girl she just knocked out, um, I actually uh, trained with that girl before when I was at Fusion. Oh, wow. um, and that girl, I mean, the girl, she did have really fast hands, but uh, I knew it was going to be a really hard fight for her because Mo- Molly is a monster. Hannah Goldie. Yeah, she beat Hannah Goldie. Uh, Hannah Goldie also trains at Fusion. But uh, Molly, Molly is, dude, she's just a beast, man. This is like... Her third straight knockout, uh, she just comes in there blazing. She got heavy hands. I'm talking about heavy mm. hands. Uh, I'm excited to see her future because she looks like a monster. I know she's at the flyweight weight class currently right now. Uh, she still got some growing to do, but whoever they put in front of her next, man, they God better beware. Yeah. That's all I want to say. Better beware. She is coming. And she's coming with a purpose. I'm excited to see what she brings to the table. Yeah, her and uh, the other guy you just you know named right there, Patty, uh, Patty Pimblett, I believe is um, his name. He they've been very good about branding themselves. Like um, you know they they've done caught fire with uh, the barstool community. I know they're all about yeah, uh, yeah. me, Bob Molly, and Patty the Batty. Um, that they've grown to be some pretty big crowd favorites. Um, what do you think about Patty, though? Um, so that, that's another one. So I've, I've heard some um, conflicting stuff on him. Some people that tell me he's really not everything he's kind of cracked up to be that in a sense, they said that um, he's kind of been gifted a lot of uh, the, the victories that he's had. What do you think, though? Well, I mean, I mean, look, anytime you win fights in the UFC, it's, you can't necessarily say be gifted. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's fought some tough guys. Uh, well, he, I'm going to tell you that, he didn't fight any really tough guys until yesterday. Jordan Levitt is a really good fighter. Um, Jordan Levitt was a college wrestler. But um, we saw really how one-dimensional, like, uh, Jordan Levitt is. You know, uh, we really saw that yesterday. And uh, he couldn't do nothing with Patty on the feet. Uh, mm-hmm. He just shut him down, basically. And he was really trying to get – Jordan was really trying to get Patty down to the ground. He accomplished it twice. But, man, Patty was staying so active with his jiu-jitsu, even when he was on his back. And, man, when the second round came and when Patty got the takedown on Jordan, 
and took his back, man. That jujitsu, man, he looked really good. Patty Pimpleton looks really good. He really uh, opened yeah. my eyes for him, for him yesterday. I'm excited for him. Uh, it just adds another pillar to the 155 division, man. You know, I mm. think now he'll start getting that little ranking talk. But now the 155 division is just stacked, man. And I'm excited because in October we see the 155 title on the line, Oliveira Islam. Um, Benil DeRouche and Gamrot. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be a great fight. That's on that same card. Yeah. And whatever the whatever the future is with Michael Chandler or Dustin Poirier or J Gaethje, that whole division is stacked, man. It's gonna be interesting. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I forget who I've heard. There's another big fight coming up. O'Malley and who's O'Malley gonna be fighting here soon? He's, he's gonna be like oh, a headliner. That's on that same card. Peter That'll Young. be cool. That'll be like I'm. I'm kind of. I think Jan's got that one in the bag. Like I feel like he should be a heavy favorite. <laughs> I looked at yeah. the odds for what you just mentioned, though, the Oliveira and uh, Makachev. Yes, uh, Makachev. Oliveira is the underdog. Hey, I'm, I think Islam beat – look, dude, I think Islam beat – Dude, I'm, I'm going to throw some cash on that. I think Oliveira – Yeah, hey, I, I wouldn't be against it. That's what I'm because saying. Because – There's some potential to make some decent money right there. Oh, oh no doubt. Oh, that's a good card to make some money on because oh, yeah. O'Malley's going to be the underdog in that one. Um, and that's a tough think fight. Wins or you think Yon wins? I, I don't think he wins. I, I mean, look now, I ain't seen Young get knocked down or knocked out yet. But it, it, it's hard. It hard to like. I don't. I, I just because Young is so much of a pit bull. All he do is just walk forward and just swing. And like yeah. he he's got really good boxing. His defense yeah. is amazing. He's so accurate with his punches. I don't really see what Sean. I mean, I know Sean can really knock him out on I – mean, Sean's best area to beat him is on the feet. Yeah. Uh, but then again, I'm going to tell you that this is another thing in the bag. We saw a little bit of Peter Young, a little bit back defense against Aljamain Sterling. I feel like if Sean O'Malley can get him on the ground a little bit, I think Young is the better guy on the ground. But I think Sean O'Malley is crafty enough on his on the ground to do something. I don't think he subs Young, but I think that's one of his best chances. So I, I, I don't really – I think Young beats him. But Makachev and Oliveira, cool. dude, I, there's so many people 50-50 on that fight. I think Islam Islam ain't going to be scared to take him to the ground. And two, Islam isn't going to be scared to, like, actually throw strikes. He, you got to remember, Kevin Lee took down Oliveira. Oliveira didn't sub him. Well, wait a minute. Yes, he did. Did he sub him? Yes, he did. He did sub him. He did uh -huh. sub him. But the way he uh, Kevin Lee was able to control Oliveira, even when he took him down, I, Islam not gonna do. Islam is a different beast, very similar to Habib. It's a different beast when those guys get on top of you. So I don't, I don't see. I mean, I know Oliveira talking about he can sub him off his back. He got the most submission in UFC history. I agree. I one percent agree with Oliveira. Ali, I just don't see. I don't see that happening. I don't see him subbing him. I think yeah. the best chance he beats Islam, he has to knock him out, and that's a really big possibility. Uh, I think Oliveira actually has the striking advantage in this one. Okay, then. Well, that's uh, good to know here moving forward. Um, the other two fights on this card that we watched yesterday, um, the Hermanson, and I believe it was his last name was Curtis. I didn't know too much. Uh, about yes, Curtis. Yeah, Chris Curtis. Uh -huh, yeah, I knew stuff about Hermanson. I actually like Hermanson a good bit. It, it got to be – um, Hermanson kind of dominated it as far as like touching up Curtis the whole time. Uh, Curtis yeah. got really upset there at the end. I was about to say, Oh, are we about to have, we about to have some fireworks here, you know, after the fight? Because they were kind of, you know, they were jawing at each other a good bit. Yeah, um, they were. 
yeah, nothing ended up coming out of it, but um, it was a decent fight. It's worth noting. And then um, the last fight, uh, what, Curtis Blades and um, uh, what, Aspinall? Tom Aspinall. Yeah, that ended within seconds. So that really sucks. I don't know. What was the official? Did you end up finding out what um, officially happened to Aspinall? Was it like a broken shin? Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. When I first saw it, I knew his knee popped or something. Yeah. I, I've had that happen to me. It, it happens just like that. You fall and then it just, you just, your knee yeah. gives way. Yeah. Uh, they still ain't told, they haven't said what exactly what it was, but mm-hmm. um, it, I, I feel like it's got something to do with the uh, ACL. I really okay. do. ACL or MCL. I've seen it happen too many times. I know how that feels, man. Yeah, that stinks. That stinks. Well, um, that's what we had to take away from yesterday. Now, we did notice some stuff this past, you know, uh, week or so it's it's been sec media days um that's been a big thing to follow um as far as you know keeping up with college football tours and i are both big college football guys of course sec we're right here in the southeast we both uh represent uga that's our that's our uh, school we root for um, right, maybe go dogs oh yes go dogs that yeah we've been uh keeping up with the with this though and they they did a media poll they did a um football preseason media poll for both the SEC East and West and who they have winning the SEC. Uh, we, we'll break down the East first. Um, and it, it was interesting seeing some of this, what uh, what came about, because they also showed how many votes for first place some of these teams got. So Georgia was obviously first in the rankings. They had 172 first-place votes. Kentucky was next. They were second. They had four first-place votes. Then Tennessee came in third with one first-place vote. Then it gets a little interesting here. You had Florida at fourth, South Carolina at fifth. They had three first-place votes. Um, six was Missouri, and seven was Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt somehow got a first-place vote. Don't know who was on the track there, but uh, exactly. <laughs> but that that was interesting. Um, the first takeaway I kind of have, I think Florida's too high. I think Florida at four is a bit uh, too really? high. I think South, yeah, I think South Carolina is actually um, – I think they should be above Florida. Um, South Carolina, they had, Shane Beamer's done a good job with that program. There's a lot of hype around them, bringing in a lot of the transfers that they did. Um, it bodes pretty well for them moving forward. I mean, Rattler, the tight end from um, Oklahoma, I know they got um, – pretty sure they got – I think they had Jamie Robinson in the mix now, or did he go to Florida State? One of those two. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I, I kind of buy the hype. I buy the hype about South Carolina. I think at least they'll finish um, in the top – you know, part of the conference, I think they'll be at least top four. Um, I do think Kentucky and Tennessee are still big competitors to Georgia, though. I, I, I see them kind of taking a step forward this year, um, maybe pushing the pushing them to the brink of Georgia this season. So uh, what do you think, though? What do you think about that? Well, I've heard a lot of good things about Tennessee coming up this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people have been making a lot of predictions on whether Tennessee will be the team to really push Georgia this year. Um for the SEC East title. And, um, I mean, you look at the first three games of Tennessee, they should be all wins. I mean, they got Ball State at Pittsburgh and Akron. You know, then yeah. they play Florida at home. That LSU game on the road, that's going to be interesting. Uh, that, those games always are interesting, especially in uh, Death Valley. And then they play Alabama at home. Then they got UT Martin. Then they got Kentucky at home. Then they got to play Georgia uh, in Athens, then Missouri at home, then South Carolina in their spot, and then the Vanderbilt in Nashville. So if I had to be honest with you, Tennessee really got a favorable schedule. 
Um, besides, I really the, think so. I mean, besides the LSU Alabama back to back, they could put that one at LSU. That Alabama one really. Those are too big too out of the- um, you know, out of your division games. Though, I mean, if you have to go based off that, I mean, two of the teams that I wouldn't want to see from the SEC West. Those are two of the top ones, especially Alabama, LSU. You know, you can kind of say it's a toss up now with Brian Kelly in the mix, but. Alabama, it always sucks having to play Alabama. You know, when you draw that card ahead of the season, that sucks to me. Well, that's the reason why that's the reason why I say it's not that bad because I don't really consider LSU going to be too much this year. Okay. Uh, you know, o- only because it is Brian Kelly's first year. I can see them doing some really solid things, but I really don't, I really don't, I don't know, man. I'm not I'm not too not too big on LSU right now. I, mm. I would have to give them another year. That's why I said, you know, them going like them going to Death Valley, it is going to be a tough game to win in Death Valley. They might not even win that game. They might yeah, it's lose. It's hard to play back. regardless of, you know, it is hard. what the team is. But yeah. I look at the rest and, I mean, going into the LSU game, they should be three. They should be four and oh. I mean, they should beat Florida at home, you know, to be yeah. honest with you. I'm not, but, I'm not huge on Florida, man. I, I don't. I think they're getting, getting the new coach in. I do like Anthony Richardson. I mean, I'm, I, I can't yeah. lie about that. I do like him as a good quarterback. And, um, I mean, I'm sure they have some other pieces. The defense, they have a couple pieces I know of. Javon Dexter, he's a big one. I'm not going to talk about Brent Cox. To me, he ain't as good as what people make him out to be. Um, a little bit of bias That's in true. there. But uh, but Javon, uh, he definitely uh, he's the real deal. I think he he can make some make some waves. Um, so they got some a couple good individual players. That's not enough to move the needle for me though. Um, as far as South Carolina goes, who I was just kind of talking about, we'll kind of find out where they're at in games two and three of this season. Uh, game, you know, their first game they're going to be going against Georgia State, but then the following two uh, they're going to be at Arkansas, and then Georgia's going to be going to their place to play them um, in game three. We're going to know how good this team is within those first three games. Uh, Arkansas is nothing. They're not a team to joke around with. I think they're pretty good. Um, Sam Pittman's getting this team on the right track. Um, So I think we're going to find out right away, you know, how how good this this Gamecock team really is, how good Shane Beamer's made this team. So we'll see what Spencer Rattler's made of. I don't by no means am I do I think he's as good as what he's made out to be, but um I still think he has the potential to do some stuff. He's very talented still. So I don't know, man. We'll see. Also, um another thing, uh, you gotta look at Kentucky. Um, you For know, sure. I see that they would pick to be second place. Um, you know, Kentucky got an interesting schedule. I mean, they have Miami uh of Ohio first, and they got Florida on the road, second game. Uh that's gonna be interesting. That'll that'll really be telling for their season, really for either one of their seasons. Second game of the season, you know, a division game, and Florida got to play Kentucky. You know, you got to play them at home. Florida got to play them at home, and that'll be a big win for Kentucky if they can get that win. Yeah. Because the next two games, they have yeah. Youngstown State, uh, Northern Illinois. Yeah. Um, then after that, they got they do got Mississippi. Ole Miss. On the yeah. road. That's gonna be a little tough, and then you got South Carolina at home. But after that, you got Mississippi State at home. Then you got on the road to Tennessee. That'll be tough. Uh, Missouri on the road. Vandy, no matter where you play them. Mm-hmm. They got Georgia at home. So yeah. that'll be interesting for us to be able to go on the road. And then you got Louisville. So, okay. I mean, not 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 too too bad of a schedule for Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, but knowing them, man, they'll, they'll stink one up uh, just the way that they – I feel like they'll lose on the road to Mississippi. Uh they might, like you say, depending on how we see with South Carolina. Heck, they're on the road against Tennessee is also tough. 
And depending on how we see with South Carolina, they could be another a loss. Yeah. So, you know, but we'll really see how telling their season will potentially be after that uh, game against Florida. True. I think, I mean, I definitely agree with Georgia at one, Kentucky at two. I still got to stick with Tennessee at three. I'll put South Carolina four. Then I would go Florida. Ooh, I, I think I might go Florida, Vanderbilt, then Missouri. I know that sounds a little crazy, but I do think there's a little bit. I mean, I'm not saying Vanderbilt's going to come out of nowhere and be this great team, but I do think they are taking the proper steps to actually get back to contention. Um, everybody knows they've been trash for a little while now. They used to be good under Franklin. Um I think they recruited pretty well this past year. They actually started recruiting um, the state of Georgia a little bit, a bit, a little bit better. I know they, um, in particular, they got one guy from um, Warner Robins High School. I mean, I think if you can recruit these states that actually go out and produce talent like your Georgias, your Floridas, um, this year Alabama's got a great uh, crop of kids coming out of their high school systems. Um, you know, Texas obviously always brings up some talent, but if you can recruit these states pretty well, especially if you're kind of right next door, your neighbor in that state. Um, you can bring in some good talent and maybe change the program around. So um, that's true. I think actually finishing next to last this year. So that'll be a little bit of an improvement for them. Uh, what do you think, though? If you had to list it out now, what would your list be for the SEC East? Uh, my SEC East list would be virtually the same. Uh, I, I mean, I would probably pick South Carolina above Florida. Okay. Um, I, I just don't have that much, but everything else stays the same. I don't really see. I never see anything out of Vandy. Vandy mm-hmm. got to prove something to me, man. I don't care. They could win ten games in a row. I still wouldn't believe. I'm them. willing to roll the dice for them to compete above Missouri. I just don't. I mean, Missouri. I just don't. I don't. There's nothing there for me, man. I I don't really know what they. No. Got. I know they're bringing in a good wide receiver this um in this past class. Luther Burden should have went to Georgia, man. You. Mm, I was I was hoping he'd go to there, but instead he chose Missouri. Um, I think he got him a nice little bag from them. But Probably. outside of that, I mean, you still got to have somebody to throw to you. And I, I really don't know who they kind of have, uh, you know, this year as far as, you know, talent on that side of the ball. Um, I mean, do you know any – I mean, honestly, off the top of your head, do you know anybody off of Missouri? I mean, really? No, I don't. I ain't going to lie to you. I don't know a single player on the Missouri football team. Yeah, I mean, I, really... I know – like I said, I know that wide receiver – I think they lost that running back they had um, that was decent. I can't remember his name off the top. But Luther Burden, I'm looking through their stuff right now. Um, Their quarterback is Brady Cook. So, I mean, you can tell me if you know him. I don't know him. Um, You know, the running backs I do not know. I just – I'm not buying it, man. I'm I'm out this year. I'm out on Missouri all the way. So, yeah. 100% agree. 100. I agree with you. All right, SEC West. How it listed out, Alabama, of course, is your favorite, uh, number one with 177 first-place votes. You had A&M next with three first-place votes. Arkansas in third with one first-place vote. Ole Miss, LSU, Mississippi State, and Auburn follow in that order. Torres, tell me what you think here first. Anything you would move? Um, all right, Alabama won. Uh, that's a, that's I like a, that. Immediately. Uh, I mean, that's, that should be obvious. Automatic. Uh, but do not be look. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna be one of those guys. That's gonna play devil's advocate a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised to see Texas A&M make a run for these boys this year. I wouldn't be surprised. Now I know they did stink up some games uh, last year. They did. 
Uh-huh. Uh, to me, they had a great chance of doing it last year, but they stuck up a lot of games that they shouldn't yeah. have. Like who they lost to, Arkansas and Mississippi State, I believe. Um, you can't lose those games. Yeah. You can't you can't lose those games. But this year, Texas a and I mean, they got Sam Houston State first, they'll beat them. App State, they'll beat them. Miami, they'll beat them. Uh, Arkansas, that'll be another close game, but guess what? I think they'll beat Arkansas – and I think they, I think they get a revenge on both of these teams. They beat Arkansas and Mississippi State back to back. I think they beat both of those okay. teams back to back. I think we're they're going to be going into Alabama five and zero on October eighth. You think Miami, and, the game against Miami is going to be uh, pretty easy? Uh, that'll be their closest game out of the five, uh-huh. for sure. Oh uh, well, well that, take that, that back. Uh, I'm say Arkansas. I'll take that back. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it'd be close uh-huh. early, and then they run away with it. Uh, yeah. Because. They got to play that game in College Station, and it's just hard for me to see Miami get that win down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just hard for me to see Miami get that win. Um, but after that, I see they play Arkansas. I think Arkansas game is going to be – they're going to be close. Uh, I, I agree with you, man. I, I'm liking what Arkansas do. I really so, do. Um, I'm glad – they rightfully are third, and I agree with that. Um, Texas A&M Arkansas is going to be the only team that can really compete with Alabama in the West. So when it comes um, to that sixth game on A&M schedule against Alabama in Tuscaloosa, if you had to throw a, a prediction down right now, you said you, they give a run for their money. Is there? Do you give them any chance at all to beat Alabama at home? I do give them a chance. Yes, I don't think well, they would will. Be a, if I you give could give me a number, if you could give me a percentage number, what would you give them? I give them about thirty percent. Okay. Uh, that actually I, think about 30%. I actually think, I actually think, dude, I think the not only is it heated on Alabama side, oh but it's just as heated on Texas A&M side and Texas A&M it do have the number one recruiting class this year. So they, they are doing really well. They got the players. They got a lot of guys that came back from last year. I like Texas A&M and they got to remember they did beat Alabama. Now I know, this Alabama team going to come back hungrier. They automatically should win the national championship because they lose the year before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't play that game. You know, you got to prove it to me before it happens. So, mm-hmm. do more than likely would it be Alabama? Probably will, sir. I mean, I'm not sitting here saying they won't. Uh, I mean, they will. But um, but yeah. I think Texas A&M give them a run for the money. I really do. I think Texas A&M gives them a run. This game ain't going to be no walk in the park. But – I think Alabama. I think Tyler's seeing it a little differently. See, no, everybody's. I, just, I don't know. It's just. It's so they do have a lot of talent. I do love the recruiting class they brought in, obviously, because they just like the highest rated recruiting class of all time. You know, what I'm saying like you can't help but like what you see there when you go through and yeah. you know, look at their depth chart. Then they got some decent transfers as well. Um, the quarterback situation is looking pretty good now. I mean, even though Zach Calzada came in and beat Bama, you know that was your third string guy. You know, now they got Haynes King. They brought in Max Johnson from LSU. Connor Wagman, a very good, um, you know, freshman coming in that everybody, you know, has talked pretty highly about. And that, like you said, a lot of a lot of returning talent, um, you know, coming to AM. The defense looks pretty good. Whew, I'm actually going to – I'm going to agree with you right now. I give them a 30% chance. Um, and then this is one man – oh, my God. When we get in the season tour, this is already getting me kind of hyped. When we get in this season and it's coming this week, man, on this this uh, schedule, this is going to be one to talk about. This is going to be one that I would love to know how things are looking come that time, the injury situation, the momentum situation, how these teams are performing oh, yeah, me too. at this point. Oh, me too. Oh, oh my yeah. Lord, dude, football cannot get here fast enough. I'm, I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, dude, football's on the way, man. I'm excited, dude. I already know because, like, 
my uh, UTC is playing, uh, not a playing, they in full, football camp, they in fall mm-hmm. camp. Uh, around the first week of my fight, a lot of people saying they in fall camp. Some people going to be able to make it, but some won't. But I'm like, man, I'm excited for y'all. Like, I'm excited for football season. Now, I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't excited to go out there. I don't be excited to go out there and go put the helmet on for myself. It, it, I can't it, it is blazing hot. I, I was outside for a little oh, bit. I was sweating immediately. <laughs> Tyler, I was going, I went to church this morning. I walked outside. I walked from my car to the building. I said, Lord have mercy. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 was, I was like, what a war at? <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I stood outside. I, thought, I met this guy today. I talked to him for about, I'm not even kidding, about five minutes. I came in. I was already sweating, dude. I was I was, <laughs> I was, was building up a good dude. bit of sweat, man. It was, I was like, oh, my God, this is awful. I could not, you know, I can't imagine playing in it right now. Oh, no, man. I cannot imagine playing it. People don't understand. It is hot and it is humid. Dude, yes. I mean, when I see that 103, it don't play. It is 103, and I feel like mm-hmm. it's hotter than that. Uh, but, man, I agree with you, man. You know, looking at Texas and m then you I remember Alabama, regardless of how that game goes, I mean, they got to play South Carolina on the road. Then they got um, uh, Ole Miss. Then after Ole Miss, they got Florida and at Auburn, then UMass, and then LSU. Yeah, LSU. So, I mean – it is the SEC West. This ain't no going to be no easy schedule, to be honest with you. Uh-huh. Um, but the real question is, I really want to know what your thoughts are on this. What do you think uh, Auburn's going to do? Uh, just more of the same. I, I don't think they're going to have a great season, man. Um, I, I don't know, man. I just, I'm not too keen on their – I mean, this isn't me trying to joke on them. I mean, I'm not a big Auburn guy already. But uh, it's just – it's hard to kind of get behind them, man. I mean, I'm looking at their their group, the group of um, players they have right now. I mean, sure, the quarterback position looks pretty good. I mean, they got Zach Calzada, former, you know, played at Kale here in Georgia. Um, Robbie Ashford behind him. T.J. Finley, the same guy that, you know, took them to the brinks of beating Alabama. Three yep. good quarterbacks. I just don't know about the rest of that team, really. And I like Tank Bigsby. You know, he's he's a proven guy. Um, but I can't get behind a lot of these other ones. Um, you know, I look at the defensive side of the ball as well. I mean, it's just it ain't much, man. I don't I don't know. I'm I'm not too big behind them. Um I kind of agree a lot with this, the way things shake out. I do have Alabama, AM, Arkansas as my three. I do have Ole Miss right outside at four. I think LSU has enough talent still on that team to be number five. Um, Mississippi State, they're another one. It's just like you know they're there, and you know obviously that you know, they have some talent, but it's still like there's still a, just a big detriment, like or not not detriment. There's a big deficit when it comes to talent. You know some of these teams they just have so That's much true. talent in the West. It's just hard to even keep up with it, man. And you know they got Will Rogers coming back at quarterback at Mississippi State, but you know it's still. It's still, I don't know, man. I, they're going to be. It would be luck if they beat some of these. Um, you know, one of these top three. I think. So I, I'll tell you I one a, thing. Go ahead. Yeah. I was about to say the first game of the season for LSU is uh, Florida State. How you think that's going to play out? That's going to be pretty interesting. I think, I think they'll win that. I'm not I'm LSU. Not, I'm still not. Yeah, I'm still not big on uh, Florida State. Yeah. This ain't this ain't a you know a ACC uh, you know talk by any means right now, but. I mean, you still got Jordan Travis at quarterback. I mean, you, you can run all the gimmick plays you want. I still just don't think they have enough to beat a team as talented as LSU. I mean, they they got some decent players, and, you know, um, 
I just don't know. I think that the talent is still um, more in favor to LSU. John Emery for number one, that's that. Him, Noah Kane, those are two great running backs. Miles Brennan there with Jaden Daniels behind him. Yeah. That's good. Keyshawn uh, Boutte, he's good. Um, Doug, offensive line situation will play itself out. I mean, at Notre Dame, uh, Kelly had a great offensive line every year. They still got great stuff on the other side of the ball. Mason Smith is a beast at defensive tackle. B.J. Ojolari, he's great. Um, I mean, dude, I, and you know they're always going to get some DBs that are good. So, I'm yeah. I'm still by – yeah, I think they're going to blow – I don't know about blow, but I think I think they're going to – they're going to handle Florida State. That's that's my thinking. Ooh, what about another good one out of conference game? Uh, Auburn and Penn State. That's a good one. Auburn, Penn State, Penn State. I'll take Penn State. Yeah, I think Penn State yeah. beats them as well. Uh-huh. And the biggest, to me, one of the funnest out of conference game is Georgia playing Oregon. Oregon. Uh, yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot going into that game. A lot of people don't understand is uh, you know, we're going against Bo Nix. We're going against our former what OC uh, DC oh, uh, Lanning. That's right, Lanny. That's right. Our former DC. Uh, that's gonna be a lot of storylines in that game. But Bo Nix mm-hmm. is not gonna have enough. To beat us. I'm just going to tell you that now. I think we take care. Also, of another good game. A lot of people ain't really talk, taking into account. Um, Alabama does do got to go on the road and play Texas. Now, do I do I now do I think Texas got a chance? No, not really. But it does like gives Texas a chance. Hey, that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll that be is fun. gonna. Be this, fun. this don't feel like the normal gimmick that. Alabama, you know, because, you know, Alabama fans don't tell you all day and night, oh, we play hard, people, we play hard. When you're playing USC week one and we know USC really ain't that good, they're being, you know, coached by Clay Helton. I mean, not no crack on Clay Helton. I hope you get Jordan. <laughs> but, um, I mean, dude, we all knew that what was going to happen. I mean, everybody knew Alabama was going to tell you tell. Texas, though, with Steve Sarkeesian, with the talent they have, this year I think they might have a chance. I really do. Mm, and I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll go I think I think Alabama is more vulnerable than they ever been, and Alabama fans will tell you otherwise. But I think they're more vulnerable than they've ever been. I see. Look, I actually, I actually lean a little bit to what you say because I don't. I really. I mean, I know Bama's gonna be good, but all of this revenge season bullcrap and we coming back and stuff. Y'all, Alabama's gonna until like I said, as long as savings there, they're gonna always be, be good. Yeah, but. But there's a standard to what you do, and I don't see Alabama doing too much more than what they did last year, in my opinion. Um, I know they're gonna they're gonna have some weapons. I know they're gonna have some great players, if not as they don't as they do all the time. Mm-hmm. But this just don't. I don't feel that t- type of uh, oh revenge season for Alabama. I don't feel that. I'm sorry. I just don't feel that. I, I don't. I, I don't fear it, and I don't feel that it's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, they hit the transfer now, portal hard. They did capitalize on it, but you got to think there's something behind that. If you're hitting the transfer portal that hard, that means something ain't really working right now for you. I think their offensive line is very, very, very suspect right now. And I'm be surprised. Uh, obviously, I'm the wide receiver pool was too because they had to go pick up two. Take it for what you will, Kobe. Take it for what you will, Jacob. I'm just saying, I think Texas does have a shot here. I really do. I don't know about that, but <laughs> I think they have a shot. I really do. I think I they got a shot. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give them a chance. I'm gonna give them about as good a chance as I would give AM. I might go a little higher. I really do. Oh, really? I really do. Wow. So I, I, I should give AM a chance. But he's I think I'm not I'm not gonna call Sarkeesian a great coach, but I think he'll pull out all the tricks and trades that he needs to in order to uh, beat 
I really do. Ooh, I, I can't can the Texas win, but I think that I think they're going to push it to the brink. I think it's going to be a close game, man. Um, oh. I, I'm hoping that the group message. Don't you do it? Don't you do it right now? So we got, hey, look, we got about six and a half minutes left here. Um, Take me through some of this Marvel stuff that just went down yesterday that we found out about. I know there were some Avengers things that were talked about, like 2025, something's going to be coming out. And then we talked about, or we heard about um, Wakanda Forever. The trailer came out for all that. But there might be more, according to you. What else happened? Well, there is a lot, uh, a lot of things going on because obviously the next thing, next big thing we got going on. Uh, hopefully, a lot of y'all went on and seen, uh, you know, the start of it with Iron Man. Uh, some of it is not Iron Man. I'm sorry, Spider Man, No Way Home. Then we went into some other things like uh, 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 Doctor Strange Two, now Thor Four, uh, Love and Thunder. Um, it's a lot of things just starting to build it was, up. It was it was decent. It wasn't as good. It was as decent. It was I. It was I. Yeah, it was I. It all that. Um, yeah. Also, Nope wasn't all that. Don't worry about going to go see Nope, y'all. It wasn't okay. all that. I love Jordan Peele and I love Get Out. Us was solid, but Nope wasn't it. Uh, nope mm-hmm. was literally Nope. Um, and uh, but now you like I said, now you got Thor. Um, we just got done with him. Uh, if anybody been watching the uh, Marvel series, Miss Marvel, uh, a key just got got put out in the final. I, a lot of people ain't gonna watch. I'm just gonna tell. I'm a spoil. Sorry. I know a lot of y'all not gonna watch Miss Marvel. Uh, <laughs> I already know Please. a lot of people that I know that are big Marvel fans didn't watch Miss Marvel either. I like to watch it because I don't like to be behind, left behind. So when something happens, I want to know. Why. You want to know all? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, at the end, the final episode, uh, uh, Miss Marvel, her friend. Uh, he, he made a statement that uh, he said the M word and the M word that hasn't yet been said throughout the entire MCU was mutants. Uh, mutants stands for one big thing. Sweet and that stands for the X- X-Men. Yeah. Uh, and that's what that was one of the big things. And then at the end of the final season, what you saw was um, something that was going on with uh, Miss Marvel's bracelet. And boom, out of nowhere, Captain Marvel comes in straight through her closet and it, and she disappears. So it, it show it getting ready to set up the new movie, uh, the Marvels, uh, which is coming out. That's going to be coming out next year. But first, the new thing that the, is this saga. So we are currently in phase four. Phase four is almost done, actually. But we are currently in the multiverse saga. Uh, that's going to be phase four, phase five, and phase six. Oh, so now we got She-Hulk, Eternity at Law that's coming out in August. That's going to be lit. Uh, the Hulk going to be playing her. You got Daredevil in there as well. Um, She-Hulk is going to be interesting. She's the cousin of Bruce Banner. Uh, she get hit with some gamma stuff. Uh, it's going to be interesting. I hope they make the Hulk more mean. I just, they need to do Hulk better than that, man. I get pissed yeah. off when they do with the Hulk. Uh, then you're going to have a series called The Secret Invasion with Nick Fury. Uh, that's going to be a series that come out next year as well. That's going to be interesting. Uh, you know, you got to remember the last time we saw Nick Fury, he was on a spaceship uh, in the uh, uh, with the with the dang, I can't think of the name of them. They I know I know exactly the green. I can't think of the freaking name of them. Mm-hmm. Um, scrolls, the scrolls. Yeah. Yes, yes. scrolls. Uh, so that's the last time we seen Nick Fury. So Secret Invasion. It speaks for itself. Secret evasion means the scrolls. Somebody is appearing who they're not. And we saw that multiple times in Captain Marvel. Then you got Ant-Man and the Wasp coming out in February. Mania. This is a very key movie that y'all have to watch. Reason why. Kang is the new big villain. 
Yeah, yeah. That which majority of people we think is if you see anybody seen Loki, you saw that Kang is the now, next I big guy. I did enjoy that series and that. Yes, I did. Cool. Yes. Uh, Loki two season two is coming out also next year. So uh, Quantum Mania uh, is going to be really big, and Kang the Conqueror will be the one of the main villains. This is going to be big, man. I, I'm excited. Guardians of the Galaxy three. Uh, That's going to be big. Yeah. That comes out in May next year. Uh, I'm excited. Also, we got a chance to see the new trailer, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Mm -hmm. That trailer was so lit. I'm excited. Uh, that comes out at the end of this year in November. November, yeah. I, man, I don't know, man. Everybody trying to ask the question, who's going to be the new Black Panther? I do feel like it's going to be Shuri, his sister. But we could have a change of plans. You never know. I am, I'm excited for the new villain. Uh, 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 Dog it, Naomi. I uh, can't think of the name. He's basically like an evil Aquaman, so I'm mm -hmm. excited for him. Uh, Echo, that's another good one. You got to watch Hawkeye, the series uh, for that one to understand Echo. Uh, there's a girl in there. She's deaf, but she's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. She's a she's a killer. I watched that. Loki, yeah, that's good. Loki season two, uh, Blade comes out at the end of next year. That's gonna be lit. Ironheart. Iron Heart is basically uh, we're going to see her in Black Panda Wakanda forever. She's basically a black girl that uh, really takes on the Iron Man mantle. Um, it's going to be interesting. She she has some new comics. Uh, she's a new newer hero, but she is a part of the uh, Marvel, and it's going to be interesting to see how they do her. Uh, Agatha Coven uh, Chaos. A lot of people don't know what this is with Agatha. She was in One Division. Uh, she was the villain in One Division, but she's going to have her own series. I really don't know much about that. Daredevil Born Again, that's coming out. I'm like talking about that. Captain America, New World Order. Good Lord, that's going to be lit. Obviously, it's going to be a whole lot of things leading up to that. I'm excited. Thunderbolts, Lord have mercy. That's going to be a lit movie. Uh, that, that's a whole lot of things I have to explain for that one. But All right, 30 I, more I, seconds here, Torres. 30 more seconds. Well, then we're going to have the Fantastic Four. Then after that. Avengers Kang Dynasty comes out in May of 2025. And then six months later, you're going to have Avengers Secret Wars. Yep. That was one of the best comics uh, Marvel had ever created behind the Civil War, uh, behind the Infinity uh, Gauntlet, uh, the Secret Wars. That deals with everybody. That deals with the X-Men. That deals with Fantastic Four. That deals with the Avengers. It is going to be huge. I don't know how they're going to do it. But this is going to be an interesting uh, – I can't wait. So, Lord, please help us get to make it to 2025. I want to see that movie. <laughs> so, uh, man, yeah. So. All right. Well, guys, that's going to do it for the show today. Next time, Torres and I wanted to get into some Stranger Things. We'll get into it another time. Just a recap. Oh. We talked about it during it, but we'll definitely get into it later on. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening in. We do appreciate all the support. Continue to listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are located. If you click in the description of this show, you will see a link tree. You can click on that and support us in many different ways, whether financially or through following us and supporting us on our social media channels. So do that. Um, so, guys, without further ado, thank you so much for listening in, and we'll see you next time. Boom, boom.